Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right. All right, let's see here. A little slow start there, folks. We're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios, and we're expecting Dr. Blaylock to call here in a momento in about three or four more minutes, and uh, he's gonna. we're going to be discussing the medical uh, landscape uh, that's going on here in this country. He's got some inside baseball knowledge and understanding and, uh, and, uh, and opinions. And, uh, and, of course, all his detractors out there, you're welcome to sit there and take notes. Uh, this will be podcast, so you can come back and, and listen to it uh, and say, he was really wrong here, he was really wrong here. Yeah, but uh, uh, here's the thing. You guys got about a million people under your belt as casualties of your policies, procedures, mandates, edicts, and just wishful thinking. But that's okay. We're going to sort it out. Folks, this is your host, Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from W-Y-A-B. 103.9 FM. A couple things before Dr. Blaylock, before we get him on the line here. Uh, you, you saw the announcement the other day where the infamous M-Bar, the uh, nightclub there on uh, uh, up by, uh, used to be the old Sam's Club in back of, uh, well, I guess this is in back of a whole lot of used to be's. Over by Jason's Deli, where Jason's Deli used to be. Uh, well, actually, right next to Chuck E. Cheese and uh, what is it, Zaxby's? Uh, Chicken Finger Place. They were, uh, t- well, they broke ground to expand uh, their lo- on their location to build an amphitheater there. And to the residents back there in Ridgewood, uh, I guess, subdivision, don't worry about it. That is not going to happen. That is not going to. Write it in blood. It ain't going to happen. I don't care what the mayor has promised, uh, if he's promised them anything, uh, it ain't going to happen. As a matter of fact, this raises my eyebrows. Who is putting up 8 to $10 million to build an amphitheater there? Who? It's got to be. The, the money, I would imagine the money is a little bit, let's just say you got to handle it with mittens on. But uh, uh, potholders, there cannot be a unless it's a bank from South America somewhere. There can't be a banker in this hemisphere that would lend money eight to ten million dollars on an amphitheater on that little small footprint over there that backs up to a subdivision. First of all, this whole groundbreaking thing is just mind-boggling. Uh, this could very well be the thing that brings the mayor down if, in fact, they thought they had permission to to go forward because there had to be some strong motivating factors to go in. Because I can't see, I would like to know who, I would like to know the banking institution that's behind that. I'd like to know. Because from what I understand about commercial loans, ain't no way in the world you can get that far down the road where you're doing ribbon cuttings and, and, and turning over dirt symbolically. And you supposedly got your financing in place. There's something wrong with this picture. But that's fine. I mean, look, uh, 
government is corrupt all the way up and down the food chain. You can buy off any government official now. If you can't buy them off, you can rent them. So just keep that in mind. That's what's going down there. But that's not going to happen. They're going to have a meeting at the Ag Museum. Ag Museum over there in a, in a couple of days, I think this week, somewhere. No, in the end of this month. I don't know. Somebody sent me a flyer on it. But anyway, we'll check it out. Is this Mr. Blaylock is on the line? All right. We'll go to our guest. Mr. Blaylock, how you doing, sir, doctor? I'm doing fine. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. I appreciate you taking time to call into the program. Wish you were here, but we understand the circumstances. Uh, we'll take this phone call. And uh, what what we want you to do, first of all, is just to tell people a little bit about yourself and then bless us with your words, and then we'll tee off from that. Uh, you have been a uh, uh, in the medical field for some time, and uh, I think you've taken it to the house. You've retired, but in the interim time, you've uh, – Made a few friends and I guess a few enemies over the course of a career, so that's about norm, right? Par for the course. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Uh, well, I'm uh, originally from Monroe, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and I attended uh, Louisiana State University Medical Center uh, for my medical education. And when I graduated from medical school, I, I moved to South Carolina and did my internship and neurosurgical residency at the Medical University of South Carolina. And uh, when I finished that, then I moved to North Carolina and I went into private practice uh, of neurosurgery and practiced uh, for about 24, almost 25 years. And uh, then I retired and, uh, but before I retired, I moved to Mississippi and I practiced here uh, about uh, 15 years before I retired, hmm. and uh, then I, from that then on, I just I just did something that I always wanted to do, and that was research uh, into different neurosurgical and neurological subjects, particularly neurodegeneration of the brain, uh, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, and uh, I also did a lot in uh, cancer. Uh, research, uh, wrote a number of papers uh, on uh, some various specific type cancer problems, but all of it involved immunology. And I eventually uh, got into one of my early interests, and that was brain trauma. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was during the period that they were trying to figure out what uh, concussions were doing, this uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy. CTE, everybody was talking about. Well, the main group studying it was in uh, Boston, and they had the largest collections of human brains. And so I got to looking at all the research on that and came up with the idea of immunoexcitotoxicity as the cause of CTE. And it's uh, gotten a lot of attention. And uh, there's a number of uh, researchers who have gone over and think that that, that uh, possibly answers all these questions well just as a side note and we're going to get we're going to continue on but this uh immune what did you say autoimmune whatever it is about the toxicity thing that that's like shaking up the brain juice and you come up with some kind of toxic concoction is that what you're talking about well basically what it is and it has a lot to do with the vaccines also what we know is if you stimulate uh the the immune system uh, anyway, uh, vaccines or any other way you're stimulating the immune system, 
it activates a special immune cell in the brain, and that activation can start uh, destroying brain cells by releasing an, a, a, a substance called an excitotoxin, hmm. which uh, destroys these brain cells. And this, uh, I'd propose this as a theory for autism spectrum disorders, which has also gotten a lot of uh, uh, support. Uh, and uh, a number of these researchers uh, quote my articles on it because it made sense and it answered a lot of questions. So, so yeah, this this is a very common mechanism, and this this vaccine uh, uh, is doing a lot of its damage by that mechanism. So basically, you just kind of backed into the firestorm in the course of your research on 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 uh, 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 brain damage from uh, uh, whatever caused hits or whatever the case may be. And uh, right. because your research was already out there and you looked across the across the aisle there and said, well, wait a minute, I'm seeing some of the same things. And so you uh, you, you just incurred a, a slew of enemies of people who didn't want that kind of research discussed, certainly as they were running what I believe to be a scam. But, you know, uh, you know more about uh, the ins and out of what uh, the medical establishment is doing. All right. Well, OK, so, so you, you entered into retirement. So did the firestorm start? Uh, with you against you and your because I mean you'd already published this research people it, it was out there for people to see already so it wasn't like you were just coming in out of nowhere and you know sucker punching them with a left hook or something like that they it was out there no I I had been doing research for the past twenty years on autism and a lot of this applied directly to autism and that's really where most people know me is the is the uh, immunoexcitive toxicity is a cause of, of autism and uh, its relationship to the vaccines in, in that case. Uh, so when this all came about, uh, it was obvious to me that uh, uh, as I researched this vaccine or this so-called vaccine, and I said, well, you know, I couldn't think of any worse way uh, to stimulate the immune system and I predicted all these terrible things that were going to happen before they started happening. Mm. Now we have hundreds of thousands of people whose lives are ruined by this vaccine. Uh, we've got uh, at least 155,000 that have died in the United States from the vaccines alone. Uh, and they just keep moving it down to younger and younger ages. The younger ages are at very high risk. Uh, from these vaccine effects, the effects of this messenger RNA. And what I find is most of my, my colleagues in medicine know very little about vaccines, the traditional vaccines. They don't know how they work. They don't know what's in them. They don't know what they do to the brain and different uh, immune cells. They just sort of have a, a general idea where you, you have an infection, you give a vaccine, and it takes care of it. They don't understand all the the complex intricacies of of doing that with a vaccine this messenger rna vaccine is infinitely worse i mean it is as it's designed it's the worst uh, uh <laughs> design i could ever imagine uh, for stimulating the immune system so i immediately saw you're going to have big problems and i wrote about it before they started appearing and sure enough just what i said was was appearing right after that. Uh, I said, there, you're going to see increase in Parkinson's. Well, they're seeing increase in Parkinson's, and they're connecting it to this spike protein. I said, you're going to see increased Alzheimer's. You're going to see 
and creates autism, autoimmune diseases, and sure enough, it's, they're seeing all of these things appearing. Uh, and I had a, a friend of mine who had done a lot of research in autism and, and primarily in, in this autoimmune uh, aspect of it. And uh, he said he contacted me wanted to interview me. And I said, well, sure, I'll, I'll uh, talk over your, your podcast about it. And uh, he had done some really unusual research in that he demonstrated that this vaccine, uh, the way it's designed, attacks uh, something like 18 to 20 different tissues in the body, producing autoimmunity. Uh, and that these people are going to suffer from a whole host of autoimmune disease, some of which we've never seen before. Uh, and, it's, and the reason physicians are going along with this vaccine and, and is because they don't understand how this messenger RNA vaccine works. Uh, I've studied it rather intensely, and it correlates just with all the work I've been doing for 20, 25 years. So this isn't new to me. This is this is something I've, I've been pursuing for a very long time. Folks, we're talking with Dr. Blaylock, uh, a retired neuroscience. Uh, uh, were you a surgeon, or I mean, uh, neurosurgeon? Neurosurgeon, and uh, he's oh. retired. He's had, I mean, he kind of just backed into this whole firestorm of uh, the vaccine, the virus. Well, tell me, tell me, Doc, is, is the virus real? Tell us what your first blush impression about the virus, the vaccine. Well, you kind of gave us an idea about the vaccine, but what's your first blush impression? Where is this coming from? Does it occur in nature? Now, one of the things that I did uh, when this virus first came on the scene, they identified the spike protein as being the secret sauce or the culprit. And so when they came out with the vaccine, I'm saying, so why would I want my body to be reproducing the culprit that's causing all the problems in in the original virus i mean that on you know like i said i don't have any background in anything other than talking trash on the radio but i didn't want that and they you know obviously we're all being vilified for those who didn't take the vaccine but uh what was your first blush impression about the virus where it came from your thoughts man-made or occurred in nature anything well there's no question and i did study that quite intensely there's no question that it was created uh, the laboratory in Wuhan, China, is a bioweapons lab run by the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, right. which is a, a, a bioterrorist uh, arm of the military, Chinese mm-hmm. military. The whole thing is run by the military. Uh, they were working directly with Anthony Fauci, and he bragged about working with the Chinese Communists and the Chinese, Chinese Communist Army, the PLA. Uh, and he... Uh, went around the rules that was going to stop any uh, funding of these weapon labs in China, he secretly went around it and uh, started to uh, fund uh, and and provide the uh, uh, specialists in America that knew how to do this gain-of-function thing. Mm-hmm. And they produced it. It was produced in a laboratory. This didn't jump from an animal. That was proven beyond any doubt be a lot of nonsense they were trying to cover themselves because they knew this was treason i mean you're working with a foreign government that 20 years ago declared war in the united states it's a different kind of war Mm -hmm. Uh, but they were working in this bioweapons lab to make this uh, virus as a weapon against the united states 
so that's that's not really a, a question. That's that's pretty seriously uh, documented. In fact, some of the people that even work in the NIH originally, before they were told by Fauci to change their story, they they examine all the amino acid sequences in the in the virus, and they said, "There's no question. This was uh, made in a laboratory. This is not from animals." All right, folks. And he's quickly told, don't say that anymore. We're, ta- <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking with Dr. Robert Blaylock, uh, his neuroscience scientist, uh, surgeon, rather. And uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more from him. Uh, the Well, let's take the break, and I'll formulate my question or comment uh, before we come back. Thank you. We'll be right back. On the line, not uh, Dr. Robert Blaylock, but Dr. Russell Blaylock. My bad there. Well, thanks for the correction there, Lee. And I uh, want to remind you, good friends, if you're looking for uh, metal building products, don't forget our good friends over at Metal, metal Builder Supply and Pearl. They offer quality commercial and residential metal roofing. Folks, it's been pre-engineered, and uh, it's going to do you well. I have uh, used their services, used their materials, and it's lasting, and I'm impressed. It was easy to install. They gave me good instructions. So if you're looking for people who are committed to giving you the best experience, best quality service and product, Metal Builder Supply is your place. That's right, folks. They're located 632 North Biederman Road in Pearl. You can find them on the web, metalbuildersupply.com. All right, folks, we have Dr. Russell Blaylock on the line. Now, Doc, the uh, the vaccine, when the, when the virus first hit, these kids were not dying. I mean, we didn't have, you know, high mortality rate amongst the p- kids from dying from the, the actual coronavirus. And now all of a sudden they're trying to pretend like, well, it's normal for these kids to be expiring at 7, 8, 9, 10 years old with heart attacks. What, what's your thoughts? Well, we've known since the very beginning when the, the really serious virus, uh, the SARS-CoV-2, started out, it didn't affect the little children at all. The incidence in, in children less than 18 years of age was essentially zero. I mean, it was just nothing. Uh, the, many of them didn't even know they had an infection. So the, the idea that this, this uh, virus now, the Omicron, is causing heart problems and other problems, it's a lie. What, what we're saying is that most of these are vaccine-related. Mm-hmm. We do know that if you vaccinate these young kids, particularly as you get under 18, uh, there's a high incidence of uh, cardiac damage, uh, and that's because the spike protein infiltrates uh, the, the uh, heart muscle, stimulates an immune reaction in the muscle, and it's producing uh, the destruction of the muscle tissue. So uh, most of these kids are ending up uh, with some sort of, of heart problem, and they're they're trying to downplay it. They say, well, if they get this heart problem from the vaccine, it, it's just minor. And the cardiologist is saying, no, it's not minor. This could cripple them for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could develop arrhythmias, irregular heartbeats, uh, going into heart failure at any time, and it's going to limit their activity. They're not going to be able to play sports and hike and and do the things that young people do, uh, they're going to be severely limited because of this heart damage caused by the vaccine, which they wouldn't have gotten had they done nothing. That's right. Well, that's, uh, yeah, that's my the thought. The incidence of, of heart damage occurring from this virus was essentially nothing in this age group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, everything I'm seeing that comes out of the CDC 
the official sources are lies. They're just absolute uh, uh, unmitigated lies. Uh, and the scientific uh, literature clearly backs me up. And that's, that's what I'm trying to tell people. If you want to uh, go to the science, the science is saying what I'm saying because I study it. I don't look at what the CDC says. The CDC is lying. Right. Uh, the CDC is making money off of this, millions of dollars. Is that right? Now, they have a vested interest in to keep this going and lying about it and covering up the damage from the vaccine because they've got huge investments in it. Same thing with Anthony Fauci. He's making millions. Uh, and what we this is the most important thing people need to take away from this. Is they're claiming now uh, something over 800,000 people have died from this uh, virus in the United States, uh, which is a lie. But let's just say it's true. Uh, we know that if they had initiated early treatment, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, some other things, 80% of those deaths could have been prevented. That means over 640,000 people died needlessly mm. because the government forced all medical institutions, hospitals, to follow a treatment plan that guaranteed you're going to get the highest death rate possible. That's right. And if you'd have started early treatment at home when people first began to get symptoms, 80% of those lives could have been saved. So this is murder by government. There's no other way around it. The government ordered these people to do something that was going to kill them. Well, that's and what, they knew it. Well, There's that, no way you would not know that. Uh, some of the smartest brains and the people who've treated the most COVID patients have come forward and said all the studies all over the world are showing the same thing. The ivermectin particularly, but the hydroxychloroquine, uh, and even in combination, is saving the vast majority of people with early treatment. The CDC offered no early treatment, none. They told people to wait at home, take Tylenol, drink some water, and wait until you can't breathe, call an ambulance and come to the hospital. That was a guarantee you're going to kill a lot of people mm. because you could have prevented them from ever getting to that stage just by things you do at home. Tylenol is the worst thing you could give someone that has uh, a fever. Or anything, because Tylenol severely lowers one of the cell's most important protectants. And so if, if you want a major complications, you want to have a high mortality rate, tell people to take Tylenol. The worst thing you could do. Uh, and lower your fever immediately. You want the fever to stay high for a day or so, mm -hmm. because the fever's what's killing the virus. It's a major uh, uh, benefit. For the immune system to help kill the virus, it, it seems uh, it, it seems like all the uh, uh, previous knowledge about viruses and respiratory diseases, everything was thrown out of the window. I mean, exactly, exactly. And this is what I've written several papers about. Everything we knew about treating infection. One of the first principles of infection: the earlier you treat it, the more likely it's going to be successful. If you let it get out of control you're uh, probably not going to be successful and you're going to have a very high death rate. That's true with bacteria, viruses, fungi. It doesn't matter. That's the principle of infection. You treat it as early as possible. By order of the government, they were told don't treat it early. Every early treatment that's been proposed, they have fought tooth and nail to make sure people don't do it because they want a high death rate to sell this vaccine. Well, and there's no getting around that. 
you would think that, you know, there's laws on the books. For instance, when hurricanes come in, you can't gouge people. You can't put them in a predicament where they got to spend their life savings for a gallon of milk or a gallon of gas.、Right. It seems like、right. those laws are being violated with what, the, with what the medical director here in the state and across the country are doing, forcing people down this, this lane where they have no choice but to take all these death uh, uh, treatments and protocols. At, at great cost. At, obviously, the cost of their lives in some instances, but certainly the financial cost with the medical bills.、Oh, it, 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 we knew that if you put people on respirators, you're going to have a high death rate. That was proven early on. Some of the smart doctors looked at this and said, well, why don't we just use high flow oxygen, no respirators? They took patients off the side, put them on high flow oxygen, and they had a, a, a very high recovery rate. While the, the people that put them on respirators,、uh, 70, up to 90% of their patients were dying. And all you had to do is, is get them off the respirator. Well, who, who put the order to all hospitals in the United States, every hospital, to use a respirator? That is a、the、good、CDC. question.、Mm-hmm. The CDC has never treated a single COVID patient, not one. They set the protocol of how every hospital is supposed to treat it. Their protocol should be named the death protocol. Because <laughs> if you follow it, you're going to have an enormously high death rate.、Well. There's no question about that. If you would follow what people like McCullough and Corey and the people who've treated the most of these cases, if you follow theirs, 80% of these people that died would still be alive. We're talking with Dr. Russell Blaylock. Russ, doctor, we're going to take a break here. If you have a comment or questions, you can shoot it to me, text, or you can call if you can get through. 601 Is there, we're going to take a break, but you can be pondering this. Is there an antidote to this COVID jab? Does it last forever in you? Does it wear off, et cetera? Let's take a break. We'll be right This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X Ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X Ceramic coatings starting as low as $499 for cars and only $749 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A U T O A R M O U R M S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon. At Auto Armor in Flowood. And it is Tuesday. We have Dr. Russell Blaylock, a retired head of neurosurgery there at UMMC, and he's here just giving us a lot of information,、uh, a little inside baseball, his credentials. And you know, this, this is what gets me.、Uh, they say that、uh, what's being discussed here is misinformation, and yet I hear people like the state medical director out there spouting off things like, Uh, 90, 90% plus of the people being hospitalized are,、uh, for the COVID are people who are、uh, unvaccinated. And nowhere in the country can I find stats to produce、uh, scientific data that will substantiate that. It bothers me, Doc, that they just lie right out the side of their mouths. Well, first, I had no connection with UMMC. Anymore. You're retired, right?、Uh, but the medical、uh, public health director. 
is telling a lie that's being told all over the country. They, they, when this first started, uh, let's take uh, Israel, the most vaccinated country in the world. Uh, Israel had almost an 80 percent, 75, 80 percent of their whole population vaccinated. And uh, the hospitals, after about a month or two after the vaccine program, began to fill up with COVID cases. And so it, it embarrassed them. So what they said, these are all unvaccinated patients. Well, you can use a little bit of your cerebral function, realize, well, if most of the people in Israel are vaccinated, how can you fill up all the hospitals with unvaccinated? <laughs> and, of course, what they eventually came out from the, the Israeli Ministry of Health was, no, almost all of them are vaccinated. Uh, and so what they saw is that after you get this vaccine, your immune function begins to subside. It gets weaker and weaker to the point after about four months uh, to as long as six months, you have no protection. And that's why all of these cases you see now uh, are people who have been vaccinated and they end up in the hospital uh, and they're getting reinfected over and over not just from this virus, but every virus, because their immune system is so devastated by the vaccine. Their immune system is not working properly. Uh, so it, it was a perpetrated lie, but now it's so well, so well demonstrated in every country in the world, the majority of admissions to hospital are vaccinated. Now, as you know, uh, or may not know, the CDC changed the criteria to trick people. And they said, well, you're not considered vaccinated until you've had both vaccine and 14 days after the last one. So here you had people that had the first dose, they had the second dose, but if they hadn't reached that magic 14 days after the second dose, they were called unvaccinated. So when you looked at, well, almost everybody in the hospital had been vaccinated. They weren't unvaccinated people. And they did a study in the UK and they found out the unvaccinated rate of infection was falling while the opposite was happening with the vaccinated, their infection rate was rising rapidly. That's happened in every country in the world. So they were telling a grand lie, and the CDC does this all the time. They constantly are manipulating to lie to support vaccines. People don't know the CDC makes millions of dollars off of vaccines. All these childhood vaccines, they're making a fortune off of them. That's why they keep adding another one to the list. Kids got to take this. Kids got to take a chickenpox vaccine because they're making millions off of it. Every time they put it on the list, everybody in the United States gets that vaccine. The money flows into the CDC, into their pocket. Well, they, they're very CDC is a very corrupt organization, it extremely corrupt. It appears so. So that would explain. They seem to move the uh, uh, move or finesse the data as they see and need uh, to do so. Because now we get reports out of the uh, uh, Mississippi Department of Health that we're having a rise in pediatric death uh, like they don't know why it's happening all of a sudden. But they say, well, for whatever reason it's happening, these kids need to be vaccinated. Well, do you see the same thing where, I mean, where they're finessing the data for these kids? I mean, these kids are basically just, I mean, it's, it's like the Aztecs. Where, I mean, we're just this is child sacrifice, it looks like. Well, what you're seeing across the world is that young people particularly are dying at increased rates. You know, this uh, head of this insurance company uh, announced oh, yeah. their, their, uh, they collect huge data on deaths. 
and they said we've seen a 40 percent rise in deaths in people from age 18 to 49 the working age group they said this is unprecedented we've never seen this in the history of the world we've been collecting data forever they said even with world war one world war two uh, uh the spanish flu we didn't see anything like this. 10% was the highest rate we saw. We're seeing 40% die. The reason they're dying is because of these draconian measures, the math, the, the uh, uh, six-foot separation, the lockdowns, the destruction of business, destruction of economy, uh, schools being closed, putting masks on kids in school, destroying their social interaction. Uh, these kids are committing suicide in record numbers. They're having psychological breakdowns. Uh, they're catching all kinds of diseases because of the chronic stress that's been imposed for the last two years. And that's why all these pediatric cases are beginning to die. And, and not just pediatric, but people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and, and older. Their dying is called uh, death of despair. We see that every time there's a, a large crisis. Uh, for 10 years after the crisis, there's a huge rise and death rates. Nothing like this. This is the highest the world's ever seen. And it didn't even wait 10 uh, years. It didn't take that long. Uh, no, I mean, in two years, they've seen this spike in, in non-COVID deaths that have nothing to do with the infection. Uh, some of them are due to the, a lot of them are due to the vaccine that they're covering up, but a lot of them are due to the deaths of despair because of these, these insane uh, lockdowns and everybody walk around in a mask scared to death. That mask does you no good at all. People do not realize you're putting a mask on your face, and if you wear it for four hours, you're gonna, your oxygen level is going to start to fall. It's going to impair you, and it's going to weaken your immune system, meaning you're more likely to get infected, not less likely to be infected. But there is no mask. Even an N95 mask does not filter out this virus. And I watch people all the time with these masks on. I, I, they're contaminating them constantly. Hmm. They lay them on tabletops. They throw them on the ground. I see them in parking lots. Uh, they pull them off and stuff them in their pocket. They put, women True. put them in their purses. You're contaminating everything, mm. not just with, with this, this virus, but every bacteria. Uh, a study down at University of Florida cultured the mask in children at school, found out within a short period of time they cultured 11 pathogenic species of bacteria that can kill you. Wow. And these kids are sitting there rebreathing these bacteria. Elderly people walk around with these masks on, the mask is infiltrated with these deadly organisms, and they're breathing them in. They're getting pneumonia. We have a we have a call. I have a comment or a question. We have Robert on the line. Hey, Rob. Hey, guys. Hey. I yeah, guess it's been a destroy, extremely interesting and uh, to listen to. I mean, it's just the you know, information is just. I mean, it's, like you said, I'll call it misinformation. But again, it's just, it's information they don't agree with. Uh, I guess I want to know what do you think? Why are they doing this? Is it just? Is it really just to depopulate the world to reduce human population? Because we they keep wanting us to deny what we see right in front of us, and there's evidence that masks don't work. Yeah, Stacey Abrams was talking to a bunch of kids, and she didn't have a mask, but she made them get on take wear a mask. And of course, all these uh, politicians getting caught on camera not wearing masks. I mean, they don't even care that that we see this now. It's it's like it's. It's someone like the trying to just drive us crazy with. We obviously see this doesn't work, but you keep telling us it does anyway. Sure, and what what they're showing you, we don't believe this. 
We know this is nonsense. That's why we're having a party with a table full of people drinking, talking loud, with no mask on. And we're telling you we'll arrest you if you walk outside your house without a mask on. Mm. They know it's all a bunch of nonsense. Now, you, you, you ask the most critical question yet, why are they doing this? Right. Well, the most obvious thing would be it's making billions of dollars for these vaccine right. makers. Uh, but that's not the big story. There's a book you need to read. It's called COVID-19, The Great Reset, written by Klaus Schwab and Thierry Malaret. You can get it on Amazon. This is the guy that's behind virtually everything that's being done. And it's, that's why he calls it the reset. What they're, they're planning on doing is changing everything the way that is done in the world. Uh, that means they're combining this crisis, which was totally manufactured, uh, to reset and change the whole world economically, change everything that's done, uh, the culture, the economy, how you live, whether you can own a house or not. And he calls for mass surveillance. He said everybody needs to be tracked, and, and they need a, a tracking device in their home. They need to be watched all the time. Uh, this is the guy who created the World Economic Forum. He's the president of it. This is the most powerful elite, richest people in the world. Well, the dog. He's the one who's behind this. Okay, Rob, appreciate you, man. We're coming up on a break here. All right, Doc, what we're going to do is take a break. Is it possible we can keep you over to the next hour or two? You got time? Sure. Okay. Sure. We're going to take about a three minute break right now. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. We have Dr. Russell Blaylock with us on the line. Russell, we got a lot of questions. Uh, doctor, we got a lot of questions that came in. Uh, we have one. Is there is there any antidote for the uh, vaccine uh, that people can take? And if people have been put through the paces of uh, the treatment, which I have, I've been through rendisivir and the intubation, I seem to be okay right now, but who knows uh, what the future holds. The Lord has brought me this far, so I'll continue to depend on him. But are, are there any treatments to reverse any of this stuff, rendisivir? Because uh, we got one listener who uh, has kidney problems as a result of uh, uh, having uh, been exposed to or taking the remdesivir. Yeah, that's an extremely dangerous medication. should never have been used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I said, it's because Fauci uh, has the uh, patent on it, and he's making millions off of it, and that's why it's on the schedule every hospital. But there are things you can do. I mean, there's there's a number of natural substances that are highly protective, which you, you need to understand about this spike protein. The way it does damage is it, it inserts itself into your tissues and your organs. And then your immune system tries to get to it to attack it. And when it does, it produces huge amounts of damage to your organs and your tissues trying to get to this spike protein. Uh, so the idea is to calm your, your immune system down. And there's a number of ways to do that. For instance, your vitamin D3 is very important. Uh, vitamin D is an immune modulator. That means if your immune system is not working well enough, it, it ups it so it works better. If it's overreacting, it cools it down so it's not so destructive. So keeping your, your vitamin D level at a, at a higher level, somewhere between 65 nanograms uh, uh, per milliliter to, to 100, 
which generally takes at least taking 5,000 uh, units of, uh, of vitamin D a day, better 10, uh, that protects you. Now, people with dark skin are almost all vitamin D deficient. Uh, it, it, the studies have shown that at least 70% of dark-skinned people are, are uh, severely uh, vitamin D deficient. And that's because you make it with your skin exposed to the sun. If you have dark skin, it takes six times more sun exposure to produce a normal amount of vitamin D. Well, that's almost impossible to do. So you take, take it by, by mouth. And uh, it's just it's best to take it with food once a day. You take 5,000, 10,000 units a day. Uh, zinc blocks the, the uh, reaction and the ability of the spike protein to enter the cell. Uh, so about 30 milligrams of zinc a day is, is protective. Vitamin C is highly protective. We want to ask you to put a pin in that. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in about uh, 10 minutes, Doc, if you want to call back or you want to hang on. It's whichever way you want to do it, okay? We'll uh, I'll just hang on. Okay. We'll be right back. We're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. We have Dr. Russell Blaylock with us on the line. He's uh, giving us a lot of knowledge. I'm going to have him give out his, uh, excuse me, his website and how you can get more information from him. Uh, this uh, program will be on podcast on Spotify, Bean Pod, was a Pod Bean, Pod Bean, YouTube. It'll be everywhere that you will find it. I have not been kicked off those uh, forums yet. But it's not for lack of trying. But anyway, folks, this could very well be the one that gets me kicked off because Dr. Blaylock himself, have uh, uh, he has uh, drawn a lot of flack for his stances, which is basically just reciting the science. But that's another story. Folks, I need to tell you folks about Railroad Pizza. Uh, you're looking for a great place for a sit-down dining experience where Railroad Pizza in Flores is the place to be. Uh, Railroad Pizza is a beautiful restaurant, but that not only serves incredible, delicious pizza, but they serve poor boys, wraps, salads, and desserts. But you know what? They also have, uh, uh, you like the chicken wings? They've got the jalapeno pepper, the margarita, the raspberry chipotle, as well as the favorites, garlic parmesan teriyaki and lemon pepper. Folks, they've got all sorts of little finger food or, uh, as they say, appetizers. You want egg rolls? You got the uh, hand-cut pepper jack mozzarella cheese sticks, uh, pimento cheese fritters. Fried pickles on a stick, drizzled with ranch and come back in dill sauce. Hand battered. And we're talking about a tower of onion wings. So, uh, onion rings. Onion rings, rather, there at Railroad Pizza in downtown Florida. Give them a call. Have your order ready. 601-879-7700. 601-879-7700. Railroad Pizza, downtown Florida. Let's get back to Dr. Blaylock. Dr. Blaylock, the question everybody's asking, how can you come back from these uh, uh, vaccines do they last forever in your system, or uh, the damage is a one-time thing, and if you survive it, you might be okay? Or yeah, I know you're, you're talking about taking some vitamin D before we went to the break. 
you can continue on. Well, uh, yeah, one of the other things is high-dose vitamin C. Uh, and I'm talking about something like three or four grams three times a day of vitamin C, 4,000 4, milligrams three times a day. And uh, this has been shown to block a lot of these uh, harmful effects. You know, people that were dying in the hospital, one of the things that, that just almost dropped a curtain on them dying was intravenous very high-dose vitamin C. I mean, within 24 hours, they were well mm. uh, and walking out of the hospital. Many of them had are on the point of being taken off respirator, counting, uh, 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 announcing that they were dead, but they started them on this vitamin C, came in the next day, and they were talking. Uh, so... The vitamin C is very important. Now, one thing that's really important is magnesium. Magnesium reduces inflammation, particularly in the inside the, the blood vessels. One of the things we know about COVID, whether it's the virus or the vaccine, they're both doing the same thing, is that it produces what we call microthrombi, and that's little clots, tiny microscopic clots, all through the body, all through the organs, including the brain. And uh, tests uh, that uh, certain cardiologists have done shown that almost uh, 70% of their patients had evidence of these blood clots when they got infected. Hmm. Uh, aspirin uh, is one of the really powerful ways to prevent that blood clotting. Uh, magnesium also helps a, a lot. It really improves the blood flow through the little tiny blood vessels. So uh, increase your magnesium intake. A magnesium citrate or malate, M-A-L-A-T-E, which you can get off Amazon. Uh, that's the best way to take it. Take it with meals, and it improves these things. Now, we also know that black people have very low magnesium levels, and that's why they have a high heart attack rate. Hmm. Uh, magnesium is a very powerful protection against heart attacks. And what they did, they studied the magnesium level in black people and white people and Hispanics, and they found that both Hispanics and black people had very uh, low to moderately low magnesium, and then if they had a heart attack, they were most likely to die from it. Hmm. But if you raise their magnesium, then they survived it and did fine. Uh, and that's been done in animals. They, they can do the same thing in animals. They feed them magnesium, they do fine. You restrict their magnesium, and you frighten the animal, 100% will die. Right. Uh, so that's very important. Now, there's a, there's a natural substance called curcumin. You may have heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an <laughs> extract from uh, turmeric. Uh, curcumin is a powerful antidote for all of this. And there's, it, the trouble with curcumin is getting it absorbed. But... There's a form called nanocurcumin, which is N-A-N-O curcumin. And you can get that from One Planet Nutrition, uh, which makes a very high-quality product, very high absorption. I've treated some people with serious, or I didn't treat them. I just had a friend ask me what to do for his friend, and I told him about the nanocurcumin. And he did that, and the magnesium, and the zinc. And this boy went from bedridden to playing in a football game and lifting weights again. He's doing fine very quickly. Hmm. So there is a way to overcome this, this devastating effects of these vaccines. Now, one of the things I'm going to tell you about the vaccines, and I wrote it in one of my news, uh, my columns in the Northside Sun, 
they discovered, as a researcher uh, in uh, the U.K. who discovered that they are batches of this vaccine from Pfizer, Moderna, all of them. And these batches, if you happen to get that vaccine, it's, it's a death vaccine. These are the people that are dying rapidly after they get vaccinated, have devastating effects. And uh, if you look at the people who got that, that coded uh, vaccine, uh, they had over a thousand people dying that got that vaccine. If you get the other code, another batch of the vaccine, you may have very few side effects from it. And these are the people who say, well, I got the vaccine. I did just fine. Mm. Uh, but what he found is every 200 uh, of the vaccine batches were this death batch. batch, And they're scattered all over the world. Wow. The people who get one of the death batch vaccines, they're in big trouble. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, your, your, your question about the depopulation, the, the people who looked at this, one of them is a guy who was a chief uh, scientist for Pfizer who retired, and he said this. He said, this is a death vaccine to depopulate the world, mm. and don't take it. Well, you know, to that point, the insurance industry is, st- is starting to reflect now that, in fact, people are dying. You mentioned the uh, uh, 40% death uh, rate amongst uh, folks 18 to 49, the prime of their lives, has increased by 40% over the previous year. So the actuarial science is showing that uh, people are dying. They're clearly getting out of here. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're dying in large numbers. and. It's due to a lot of things, death of despair. It's due to the remdesivir. It's due to the uh, way they're treated in the hospitals. I mean, people are being mistreated in hospitals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not feeding them. They're not giving them water. Uh, uh, they're isolated. They won't let their families visit them. I mean, it's ridiculous. This virus is equal to a cold virus. Well, you know, There's Doc. absolutely no reason to do any of these things. When, when I was in, when I was in the hospital and I went in for uh, what they called it COVID pneumonia, my sister who's been a nurse for years and years, and my daughter, they said, "Well, there's just pneumonia. They can call it well, they can call it chem pneumonia, but it's still pneumonia." But anyway, to make a long story short, I experienced. I mean, I kept trying to figure. out. I said, I, "I'm dying of thirst up in here," and I mean, it just little things. And I'm thinking, this was used to be common treatment when you went to the hospital. You think about the candy sure. stripers bringing you pillows and stuff. That wasn't like that, baby. Man, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it was uh, unreal. It was unreal. But well, this we- is happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have some connections to uh, videos that you can watch. It's some of the nurses from New York, different places, who are testifying before committees saying they're killing patients in hospitals. They're, they're not giving them water and food. And uh, they're not checking their vital signs, and they're letting these people die in, in large numbers. So a lot of these people end up in the hospital. They're not dying from COVID; they're dying from maltreatment. Well, uh, you know, this this is an atrocity, something we've never seen before. But it, it's happening, and uh, it's been documented right there in Louisiana. They had a nurse there to testify and said, uh, "Our hospital is not filled with COVID cases. Our hospital is filled with complications of vaccine." Yeah, so that's that's who's in here, and they said they're sick and they're dying. We we have and, a we have a caller on the line. We have Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, hey. evening, Kim. I appreciate you taking my call. I had a quick question for you, Doctor. I guess there, 
Um, yeah, all the things that you're talking about, uh, doctor, the, uh, uh, you know, vitamin C, D and magnesium, zinc, quercetin, things like that. Um, you know, you speak to it at a very, at a very technical level. Uh, take, say, take the average Joe like me though. You know how we are. We come in your office all the time when you're in practice. We go, look, you just write it down so the pharmacist can understand it and I'll take it because I don't know all that. Um, the Dr. Z's Z-Stack, um, I'm assuming you're familiar with that. Um, that has the quercetin, D3, uh, zinc, vitamin C, uh, the, uh, kind of a one place to get it. Is that a good product? Have you, have, have you seen that? Because all those different levels of all those different, you know, vitamins and minerals are hard on the average guy to kind of figure out. Okay, thanks, Scott. So, sure, and that that product was actually developed by uh, Dr. Zelensky, who's treated more COVID patients than anybody in the world. He's had almost no deaths and almost no hospitalizations. Uh, now, the combination he put together is pretty good. My my problem with it is it's too low a dose, uh, and if you give curcumin, almost none of them is absorbed. If you give the quercetin, almost none of it's absorbed. That's why I use the nano product. Mm. Uh, I know the, the the guy in Florida that makes it, uh, and uh, he uses only the top quality product. I don't have any financial connection to him, but he 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 will not get any product from China. All of it has to be in the West. It's high purity, and I told him I said do third-party independent testing on all your products make sure they're pure and he does uh and it uh is the best to do the the, the form that you're talking about uh they don't do any of that so you you're absorbing very little of the curriculum very little of the quercetin i've contacted some of these guys trying to tell them you need to start promoting the nano curriculum they i never hear from them so so uh that's that's what I'm doing, and and the people, I, you know, my relatives and that that have had the vaccine or had the infection, and I give them this, this uh, things, uh, they all get well, hmm. and they all feel great. Doc, uh, I, I know you're being modest. Scott, I appreciate your call. C- could you tell people what your website is, or you want to throw out anything like that? You're welcome to. Well, I, I don't have a website. Okay. Uh, I'm so busy, I don't have time to do any of that kind of stuff. Okay. So I, I'm, right now I'm just doing uh, rather high scientific papers and stuff I'm writing. But I'm, I just wrote a, a, an article that's got a lot of science in it, but it's also for things we've been talking about. And I am just finished uh, a second one that's updated. It goes in a lot more detail of what's going on. And it's going to be published in probably three or four weeks. Uh, but it goes into the detail of, of what we're talking about. And these these things I'm saying, like the nanocurcumin, the nanoquercetin, uh, these are things uh, that powerfully protect you against this, this secondary effect. Uh, and so what you do is nanocurcumin is 500 milligram capsule. You take one of them three times a day with food. Same thing with a nanoquercetin. You take 500 milligrams, one of them three times a day with food. Uh, and the uh, magnesium, 
uh, it's magnesium citrate or malate, uh, which you can get off Amazon. I like to use the powder. It comes in a powder, and you just mix it with water and drink it with your meals. And that raises your magnesium level, and that's that's enormously important. Mm-hmm. Enormously important. I do a lot of research on magnesium. Well, and you, in preventing heart attacks and strokes and things. Right. We're talking with Dr. Russell Blaylock now. And your work is available just by typing in your name. It'll, we Google you. You're going to come up with your works and your articles, et cetera. Uh, well, you can go to um, uh, Google Scholar, mm-hmm. which has all the scientific papers on it. Okay. You put my name in it, and it'll, it'll pull up my papers that I've published. Okay. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Dr. Russell Blaylock. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back with Dr. Russell Blaylock. Before we get back to the good doctor, I want to remind you, do you need a standby generator? Well, you're tired of paying those high electric bills? Want uh, the best price on propane every time you call? Call Partridge Propane. Partridge Propane can help. It's locally owned and operated full-service propane delivery company. Since 1988, they have been reliably delivering propane to homes and businesses all across Mississippi. They have worked hard to keep their operating costs and expenses low so they can pass those savings on to you, the customer. Give them a call at 888-668-3630. That's 888-668-3630. PartridgePropane.com. Check out those generators. They'll get you hooked up. Get ready for the uh, zombie apocalypse and the ruination of our country by these. Uh, you know, Doc, for the life of me, I can't understand. I, I remember a time when people came up with inventions and things like that. They were doing it for the betterment of mankind. It seemed like everything these people are doing is, is to harm humanity. I can't get my head around it. Well, if you read that book I recommended, COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab, it'll answer all your questions. Wow. Because it, it, it tells you this was something they planned a long time ago uh, to create their Great Reset in which he says we're going to change the whole world and we're going to create this one-world system to control everybody's life. Nobody will make decisions but the elite. I think we need to have a talk with uh, Mr. Klaus. We need to have some heated fellowship there. Well, we yeah, need to sit down with <laughs> That's right. Look, a question was asked, how much magnesium does one need to take? And the other question is, is calcium, magnesium, and zinc combo supplement uh, an okay approach to uh, dealing with the uh, COVID vaccine? Well, calcium is a problem because calcium triggers a great number of the damaging effects of all kinds of diseases. Okay. So I, I would not take calcium, particularly if you're infected. Right. Uh, what you want is the zinc and you want the magnesium. Now, the dose of magnesium, if you take it in the citrate amylase form, uh, it's 250 to 500 milligrams a day. You can get it in a 250 milligram capsule and take one of them twice a day with your meals. Mm -hmm. Uh, That will increase your magnesium. One of the problems people have with magnesium that can cause diarrhea. Mm. So you always want to take it with meals. And the malate form causes less of a problem there than others. Mm. Uh, A lot of magnesium formulations like magnesium chloride, they're very hard to absorb, and so they produce a lot of uh, GI problems. 
Well, we talk show hosts have to be concerned about diarrhea. We need content. We need. Con- Listen, can you can you buy the book The Great Reset? Somebody's asking that question. I guess you can. Online at Amazon. The, the book you spoke of is it available still online? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes, it is available to the caller who wanted to know that question. There. Let's see. Uh, uh, now we got the. It, it, it looks like uh, what Dr. Dobbs appears to be doing from, from my vantage point on the totem pole, Doc, is he's creating this hysteria that it's the unvaccinated that's causing all the high hospitalization rates, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. And that's playing right into the hands of the insurance industry that will now they're talking about charging higher rates to the unvaccinated, yet the numbers doesn't show what Dr. Dobbs is suggesting. Well, Dobbs is is uh, either lying or he doesn't have a clue of what he's talking about. Yes. Uh, because the people who are spreading this now are the vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fauci himself admitted that. He said the tighter or the, or the number of viruses in the, the nose and the mouth is highest in people who are vaccinated. You remember he told you you have to put your mask back on. Mm-hmm. They're spreading it. The problem is, you see, if, if I'm sick, uh, I'm not going to go out, so I'm not going to be spreading it. But the person who's been vaccinated, he may not feel sick, but he's spreading this virus everywhere he goes. Everything he touches, everything he breathes on, everything, uh, uh, he, you know, he blows his nose on a napkin and whatever. He is spreading it or she is spreading it everywhere. And in a home, those vaccinated parents are giving it to their child. Now, that's not, there's no question about that. Everybody agrees on the fact that vaccinated have very high concentrations of this virus in their nose. Uh, so the idea that we're going to prevent this from spreading by getting vaccinated is the silliest nonsense I've ever heard. All, all of them are saying, well, how could that be? They have a nose full of the virus. They're spreading it everywhere. Hmm. You see, and that, this is, this is the... The the things that I look at and I'm listening to these people, I'm thinking, how, how could you say that with a straight face? And so if Dobbs is saying that, he's either lying or he doesn't know what's going on in the I, world. I would he's go so with confused. the line from, from the Dr. Dobbs I've come to know. This this guy, needs a he needs a ground wire on him thick as yarn. <laughs> well, I, I've never heard anything he said that made any sense. You know what he uh, said? He said something about the people who have been vaccinated when they die, the death is not. Something to the fact that they weren't, I don't know, wasn't as painful. So it, was, it was crazy. I said, I can't believe this guy says this. But I guess if you oh, get a he, white lab coat, you can say anything. Well, he comes out with the craziest things you, you'd ever imagine. <laughs> say this a medical professional. I mean, uh, he, he's uh, talking the most incredible foolishness none of it's true i mean it's all lies do you think we'll ever get to the day when we get to the bottom of this these people will be held accountable because of the way it's going now big farmer can't lose i mean if they cripple all these people they, they're still making money down the chain food chain and they're getting the government well, to force us to buy this crap there's an effort from some uh attorneys in germany and all over the world got together they're going to file a massive lawsuit uh, uh, in The Hague at the International Court of Justice based on the Nuremberg Code. All these people have violated the Nuremberg Code. 
Mm-hmm. When you force people to get vaccinated with an experimental vaccine, that's against the law. That's against international law. That's what the Nuremberg Code was written for. Mm-hmm. You're ex- you've turned everybody in the world into a guinea pig. These people that are vaccinating their children, you're vaccinating with something that no one knows what it's going to do in the long term. No one. You're being you're putting your child into the classification of a guinea pig. And you add, you look on their site, you look on Moderna's site, look on Pfizer's site, and you ask the question, what are the long-term effects of this vaccine? They'll say, we don't know. We've never studied it. You ask, what is the, what is the consequences of uh, vaccinating a pregnant woman? I said, we don't know. We've never, we've never experimented on it. And they weren't even required to do animal experiments. So uh, you're, you're being the guinea pig. And who's going to take their child down and get them vaccinated? And have your child a guinea pig and then find out either you killed your child or your child is going to be ruined for life. Wow. And that's what people are facing. They don't understand this stuff. I always tell people you can vaccinate, but you can't unvaccinate. Hmm. So what the question you ask about, is it coming to four? Are we, are we starting to learn these things? There are thousands of scientists that are pouring out information about the dangers of this virus, this vaccine. And and it, it's it's just it's so much material coming out. I have to struggle to read it all. Wow! But it is coming out, and there are more and more people joining the resistance here and seeing this doesn't have a thing to do with the virus. I mean, right now the only virus out there is Omicron. Omicron is a cold virus. The virus. Well, we, we didn't Omicron in the media for a cold virus. Mm-hmm. You know why would you wear a mask? You don't wear a mask to, to prevent a cold every year. Well, that's what Omicron is. It's a cold virus. Let's so go. The, the original virus, the SARS-CoV-2, doesn't even exist anymore. Delta's not gone. All you have is Omicron. So if you have a virus that's no more serious and you're over it in three days or four days at the most, why why would you go through all this draconian nonsense? Mm-hmm. Why are you wearing a mask? Why are you avoiding each other? We, why are restaurants collapsing and all these things? We, we, we have a question from Jack. Jack? Hey, Jack. Hey, Kim. I appreciate your doctor's expertise. I wanted to ask him a quick question. Uh, Since he's done so much research on the brain, I was told at one time that Diet Cokes containing aspartame and phenylalanine were brain destroyers, and I just want his his thoughts on that. All right, thank you. Yeah, in fact, I did a lot of research on it, and I just wrote a newsletter about two or three months ago on that subject. And the research now convincingly says it's in a, it's a terrible brain toxin. Uh, and it's toxic to the kidneys and the liver, and, uh, particularly the liver. I mean, it, it, it's very toxic. No one should be drinking uh, aspartame sweetened drinks or, or foods that contain aspartame. It's a, it's a horrible toxin. And, and it was an example, again, of the FDA approving something that the proof was that it causes cancer, it causes degenerative brain disorder, it damages the brain's development of children. That was all known from the original research, and the FDA covered it all up because there was big dollars to be made. Mm. The FDA is corrupt to the core. You can't imagine how corrupt they are. Well, that's just... Go ahead. It's been demonstrated with this vaccine. They're in bed with the pharmaceutical companies. Folks, we're talking with Dr. Russell Blaylock. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
Blaylock. Doc, do you want to tell anybody about any books you got coming up, any newsletters you want to make them aware of? You're welcome to do that. Well, I, I have a newsletter I've been writing for about 20 years. <laughs> I talk about it, everything, uh, heart disease and <clears throat> liver and lungs and every kind of disease imaginable. Uh, it's a Blaylock Wellness Report, which is published by Newsmax. Huh. Uh, I have a number of books out. Um, I have one coming out in April. It's uh, The Liver Cure, which is going to be on Amazon. So in April, it'll be released. It's how to treat liver disease naturally. Hmm. Uh, those are the. I, I do a lot of writing. And so, what I, I've studied this stuff for so long, I think people need to know about this stuff. They don't know. Doctors don't know. And a lot of people are just dying and getting sick unnecessarily. Well, you know, one thing I'd I, I like to tell on your program, sure. uh, probably 50, maybe 70 million people in America are taking statin drugs, mm-hmm. uh, Zola, I mean, uh, uh, different things to lower their cholesterol. Right. They call statin drugs, class of drugs. Right. Those drugs are powerful immune suppressants. So everybody that's taking a statin drug every day is at high risk of getting infected and then dying from it. Hmm. Nobody's telling them that. Hmm. Uh, so I think a lot of these deaths of these older people, because so many of them are taking statins, is they're dying because they're on statins that are powerful immune suppressors. Nobody tells them. Uh, nobody tells them the importance of vitamin C and vitamin E and and uh, uh, these different things, and way to stimulate your immunity naturally. There's a substance called beta-glucan, which is a very good uh, immune stimulant. And I tell people in my newsletter, I say, uh, during the winter when there's uh, risk of flu and colds and things, I said, take a beta-glucan, 500 milligrams, once a week. Hmm. I haven't had a flu and I don't know when. <laughs> I don't get colds, I haven't had anything. So uh, it works. And where do you get that? At the health food store? You, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Uh, there's uh, uh, one I'm called Immune Complex mm-hmm. that, that I use. It's a high-purity one. Right. And uh, you just take it once a week. and I mean, yeah, once a week. And during the, the season when all this is going on, and it protects you. It keeps your immune system at peak activity. And it selectively stimulates the part of the immunity that fights viruses and bacteria. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, so that's the easy way to do it. You see, and that's, that's the way you avoid vaccination. Why vaccinate yourself with a flu vaccine that doesn't work? It's probably going to get you sick and has a lot of poisons in it. Uh, when you can take beta-glucan once a week through the winter and you get through it and you're fine. Question for The me. other thing is a lot of foods that are, are powerful immune suppressants. Like most of your cooking oils, mm-hmm. they're called omega-6 oil. Mm-hmm. Like corn oil, sapo oil, sunflower oil, peanut oil, soybean oil. They're powerful immune suppressors. Uh, almost everything you cook in oil uh, or, or salad dressings has those oils in them. People that eat a lot of that, uh, if you eat French fries, you eat fried chicken, all this kind of stuff, anything is fried. It's in a commercial uh, situation, it's fried in those oils. If you're fried in extra virgin coconut oil that's healthy and you can eat fried food but you're getting it in a, in a healthy food huh. uh, sugar is a very powerful immune suppressor 
to stop drinking colas and cokes and pies and cakes and all that stuff because that's that suppresses your immunity and it's going to put you at a high risk of diabetes that's why diabetes people lose their leg because it gets infected or or they have urinary tract infections constantly is because their blood sugar is so high well, bacteria and viruses uh, grow in that environment because it suppresses your immunity well what uh, so you need to cut cut all that sugar out that you can and and eat a good, healthy diet. Lots of vegetables. Vegetables are high in magnesium. Well, I've got two questions. What about going back to the old lard we grew up on for cooking the fried chicken? Would I buy me any time? Well, it's better than, than these cooking oils. Okay. You know, the, the lard is, is uh, uh, what we call a saturated fat. Mm-hmm. And it, it's far, far less harmful than, than the cooking oil, like corn oil. I mean, corn oil is horrible. Peanut butter. Peanut oil is terrible. Wow. Uh, it, it's one of the major causes of people getting heart attacks. We're talking with Dr. Uh, Look, another question came in. Okay, if statin drugs, is, is there any natural approach to uh, high cholesterol other than the statin drugs? Well, this was another scam by the pharmaceutical companies. Cholesterol is not the cause of heart attacks. Hmm. Uh, the cause of heart attacks and strokes is inflammation. And, and all the research now is that's what they're looking at. They, they kind of gave up on the cholesterol thing. And I did a lecture one time at uh, one of the colleges, and I, and I showed them. I said, I'm going to convince y'all the cholesterol has nothing to do with heart attacks. And I showed them three of the most quoted studies uh, in the medical literature. People who had high cholesterol actually had less heart attack deaths than those that had lower cholesterol. Hmm. So cholesterol is not the problem. It's the fact that you're doing things that are inflaming your body, like your food, like you're eating these um, omega-6 oils and a lot of sugar, and uh, you're producing a state of constant inflammation in your body. That's what produces the, the uh, atherosclerosis, the hardening of the arteries. One other question. Uh, what about the electronic, what is it, electrical magnetic pulse therapy? Have you heard of that? And what's your thoughts? Oh, you mean like cell phones and all that? Well, no, yeah. it's, uh, it's where they go in and they put frequency on you to get your inflammation down in your body. It's kind of like scraping all the acid off the end of battery cables, kind of get those nerve endings perked up and moving around. P, it's called PEMF, I believe it's called. You mean it's a diagnostic thing or a treatment? No. Well, yeah, it's a treatment. You, uh, It's basically, I guess you. it's a frequency that's being generated at different frequencies for different things that's going on in your body. Uh, I know I've gotten some relief from my inflammation in my foot. Uh, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't know what kind of magic is working, but it's working. It's something that Tesla came up with before they killed him. But anyway, yeah. I just thought I might actually might pop off something in your in your memory. Well, some of those things work for you, like the infrared works oh, pretty yeah. well yeah. for reducing inflammation. Okay. Uh, and of course, uh, cooling yourself off really reduces inflammation. They found that people who have uh, uh, autoimmune diseases, if they if they take cold showers, keep the room cold, they do far better. And it's it's part of immunology. If you raise the temperature, immune system is overreactive. If you lower the temperature, immune system is less reactive. Hmm. And so that's kind of a principle. And say if you had a really irritated joint, you might do better putting cold compress on it than a hot one. Okay. Uh, it'll it'll cool it down. 
Makes um, sense. Yeah, those sort of things work. All right, we have Henry on the line. Hey, Henry. Yes, sir, you're on the air. Okay. <clears throat> Come on. Hey, hello? Come on, man. Come on. I, okay, my only question is, uh, I heard a while back they were going to start mixing the flu shot and the COVID shot together. And uh, is, is that true? Yeah, they they are proposing that, and it's about the dumbest thing you could possibly do because you're just going to every everything that you add to this is going to uh-huh. aggravate. It. You see, this is one of the just hang up and listen, Henry. The little yeah. kids getting vaccinated. The little kid, five years old, has just gotten about uh, fifty, almost sixty vaccines. His childhood vaccine. His immune system's far overreactive. And then you're going to give him one of these COVID things. You're going to have a lot of dead kids. You're going to have a lot of kids that have autoimmune diseases and and uh, have impaired brain function and neurological diseases, seizures. Uh, I, I'll predict that right now. That's what you're going to see. Wow. And we're already seeing a lot of kids that are, are dying uh, from these vaccines. And, you know, these 18-year-olds and 14-year-olds, they're dying from this thing. Uh, because that's just a principle of immunology. You keep stimulating the immune system, uh, it's going to become so overreactive it starts damaging and, and destroying tissue, organs, liver, spleen, lungs, heart, brain. That's what it does. And if you if you do it serially, you know, for like you take your first COVID vaccine and a month later you take a second one, that is the perfect storm for destroying organs and tissues and damaging your brain. Wow. Uh, I wrote about this extensively, and that's, that was part of my explanation of CTE, you know, this chronic traumatic encephalopathy, that that's what you're doing with concussions. These guys have hundreds of concussions. When they have the first one, it activates the immune cells in the brain, but they don't pour out their damaging uh, contents at that point. The second concussion, if it's close enough, it pours out real high levels of these destructive elements and starts just damaging the brain. And you keep doing it, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then it lasts for decades. Okay, we're talking with Dr. Russell Blaylock. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have about three minutes. We'll be right back. All right, folks, the final few minutes with Dr. Russell Blaylock. This will be available on podcast, Podbean. You can just type in the KimWadeShow.com and it'll come up there. And uh, you can also, we're going to have to have you back, Doc. We've got questions yet to be asked of you. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge. And uh, I think you're, the knowledge you're uh, disseminating is what they don't want people to have access to because uh, then you won't need Big Pharma. Uh, certainly not to the extent that Big Pharma wants you to need them. So. Uh, we commend you for that. You have a book called Excitotoxin. Is that the name of your book? Yeah. Uh, actually, that's the first book I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. Excitotoxins, the taste it kills. It's out of print now. I, you still can get some copies off of uh, uh, Amazon, mm-hmm. um, but it, it it's out of print. Uh, I wrote it in, I think, 1992, something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, the... Uh, Okay, we got Steve on the line. Okay, we got another one more question before we get out of here. Hey, Steve. 
Hey, Kim. Hey, buddy. Real fast, I'll say, I'll ask this question. Hang up. Um, is it is it or is it true that ever since they started blaming uh, cholesterol and heart attacks and strokes, that uh, we had like forty different neurological diseases, including Alzheimer's, because there's no coding for the telomeres in your brain. Now hang up and listen. Thanks. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, uh, Steve. Well, it's it's not the telomeres. The brain uses a lot of cholesterol, and we know if you lower cholesterol real low, one of the effects you get is memory problems and, and poor ability to think. And you can get severe amnesia. One of the things there's an astronaut that that had retired and he was on statin drugs and he had total amnesia. He couldn't remember a thing. And uh, they took him off the statin drugs and he recovered. And that's happened numerous times. But, yeah, there's a number of neurological conditions caused or connected to statin drugs. Like one of the deadliest is ALS, uh, you know, the Lou Gehrig disease. Well, why do they tell you that you that, that once you get type 2 diabetes and things like that, that you'll never get off of it, that, you know, you can't get off the medicine? Is that true? Oh, when I used to do my nutritional things, I cured lots of people from type 2 diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is curable. You don't need to take those medications. There's a lot of natural substances that are powerful at reversing type 2 diabetes. You can find Dr. Russell Blaylock at Google Scholar. Just check out Google him on Google Scholar, and you'll see his works. He has a newsletter. And just text me, and I'll get you the information best I can. All right, Doc, appreciate it. we got to do it again. Okay. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Maybe I'll come to the studio. We would love that. We'll make that happen. We'll be in touch, okay? God bless. Okay, thank y'all. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on The Kim Wade Show.